Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. (laughs) <laughs> and welcome to BB on Blast with me, Gaz. And me, Lindsay. <laughs> and Cameron. Oh, yes, me. Cameron, <laughs> the winner of Big Brother 2018. Love Big Brother winner. Woo! Cameron, you know we've been supporting you this whole time. Yeah, Lindsay, I know you've been my biggest fan. I've uh, I've been reading I've been reading the tweets. You've uh, yeah, you've loved me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm the- night when you went in I did love you you know and you can win me back over so you just gotta try I'll try I'll try one out of 53 days I guess is a is a good is a good way she actually fancied you on the board tonight so oh well I'm I'm flattered shut up guys you're flat you don't know um so Cameron hang on is it a week to the day is it since since we were at the house since you walked out of that house yeah, it's literally literally a week. It's been absolutely crazy. Uh, total whirlwind. I mean, you honestly can't, I can't describe how it is. You, you're in the house in 53 days and all of a sudden you come out to a crowd. Obviously, they were cheering me. It was fantastic. Um, then you're whisked off to have an interview with Emma. Um, then obviously you're on bots. It's just, you're seeing all these people, you're meeting all these people. Then obviously there's a rap party as well. And you've got people coming up to you who know who you are. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I never, I never experienced that in my life. Hundreds of people knowing, knowing my name. It was, uh, it was amazing, but it was very, very overwhelming. But it must be a bit weird. So after that, like, after you've done the interview of Emma and bots and the rap party, then it's just like silence. No, you've gone back, back home. Isn't that kind of weird? It is a weird feeling to go back home because everything's the same, but it's all very different at the same time. Um, Because obviously lots happened. News has happened. Football, sport, uh, politics. Everything's happened that you don't know. And you're trying to catch up. Music, new music has come out. So it's really, really weird. And then obviously you've got all these new followers on on social media and people messaging you. And, you know, you you tweet and it actually gets a like. You know, usually, you know, you'd have to wait like two days for for it to like. You know, I might like I might like my own tweet, but now I don't have to do that. 
Because so, um, <laughs> it was the shit you were tweeting before, Cameron, that's why. Yeah, it probably was. It's probably the rubbish I was tweeting before. Um, no wonder it didn't get any likes. Oh, um, <laughs> tweet an Ariana Grande lyric and people go ape shit about it. Exactly. That's all you've got to do now. <laughs> I don't have to. I just do. I can tweet fruit and I get, you know, a few hundred likes. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a fun time at the moment. So why aren't you out spending your hundred grand on, you know, uh, I don't know what I was going to say there. Why are you talking? Why are you talking to us? Yeah. Well, because I'm a massive fan of the podcast, obviously, and um, I watched it before I came in. Uh, obviously, before I went in the house in for celebrities and and the last uh, the celebrity in January as well. So uh, no, it's an honour to be on. It's an honour to be on the podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> How did you find out about us, Cameron? Um, I think it was just. I think it must have been Twitter. It must have been Twitter. Um, probably about over a year ago it was the last civilian series from not my series the series before that uh, mm. my series i'm claiming the whole series i didn't mean it like that the series i was on um the one but obviously the one before that i think i must have obviously been you know tweeting about it and using the hashtag and then saw uh, you both and then sort of gave the podcast a listen and, and obviously really enjoyed it and uh since then i've been following you both on twitter and i've been big fans so <laughs> I feel really bad. If I'd have known you were a listener, I wouldn't have been such a <laughs> Well, you know, hindsight's a great thing. <laughs> well, and for you too, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but very true. <laughs> um, so should we get the shit out of the way first? Yeah, of course. We'll do I'm happy to answer anything. Okay. So well okay. July yes. gas. <laughs> Yeah, go. Basically, so we really liked you when you went in, and then we saw your video, and Gaz reckons it's just clickbait. I must admit, what video? It it didn't even seem like you. Like your voice didn't even seem like you. It seemed like you were like almost like playing a character or something. But anyway, I was mortally offended by it, and I took against you from that moment. And I just wondered, like. I guess why you didn't take it down before you went in the house. Obviously, I don't think you still believe those things now. I'm putting words in your mouth. Um, did your experience in the house change your opinion on these things? What did you think those things and mean those things? I know you're younger. Over to you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, age is not an excuse. So I'm not going to say that, but obviously, it was two and a half years ago. Age is irrelevant, but it was two and a half years ago, and obviously, people's you know views and, and stuff can change. Obviously, when I did that, obviously, it was called. If you're easily offended, then fuck off of sorry course. for swearing i hope I'm a, i can i swear on the podcast i can of course, of course you fucking can <laughs> um, so yeah that's what it was called and it was basically a series to just wind a few people up um at school be a bit you know be overconfident a bit of a, a bit of a personality like a i don't know what's called, like an online persona type thing of just ranting but just saying stuff to try and get a reaction from school um and people from school i think a lot of what was said in there was taken out of context i mean i don't i don't stand by 100 percent what i said in there at all um, and I was more referring to radical feminists, which I didn't I didn't obviously um, allude to in the video. I do obviously uh, in hindsight, I wish I'd have taken the video down. I don't hold the same views as I did when when it was there. I mean, that goes that saying the house didn't change my opinions massively because my opinions had already changed. So it, it wasn't that it was just one of the videos because I've got thousands of videos on there. And obviously I tried to vet everything before I went in. It was just one that it sounds ridiculous, but it just slipped through the the thing. Obviously, the, the title is clickbait. That is to get people uh, talking. And obviously some people saying on there that I said women should be beaten and stuff like that. It's just absolutely not true. That's not that's not what I said. Never, ever would I say that. I'm the least violent person in the, in the world. I mean, I get scared of butterflies, you know. So, I mean, I hate I totally and utterly hate violence, um, no matter who 
who it's against and never never ever would I say that it's okay for for uh, violence I, I, I'm totally against it so um it is it was a little bit of a shame obviously that 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 video was taken out of context but I understand obviously it did offend people and obviously it was that it was there to offend people at the time um but it was stupid it was a video that obviously I regret now um and I, I regretted before doing um and I obviously apologize to you and anyone who it did offend I didn't mean I mean it to to offend people and, and hurt people in that way so I am I am disappointed. All I all I will say on the whole the feminist thing, because my opinion has changed. What I I want equality and equal opportunity. That's that, that's what I believe in. And that's what most people believe in. And obviously there are issues on both sides still. We're not 100 percent equal. There are, you know, issues on on uh, for women that, that you know still aren't equal with with different things. And there's still issues as well. In the men's. So rather than this whole. Oh, so it, it can only be women's issues. It can only be men's issues. Why can't we all just try and help that? Yeah, more men commit suicide than women. So let's sort that issue out. And also there's issues with body image uh, issues with women and the way that they're, they've got to be seen and objectified and stuff. like that. So let's work on them all together. Let's not, you know, go, oh, we can only be this because it, it, it turns into this whole superiority thing. And that's not what I, that's what I don't like. It's like the both extremes are, are, are bad. We we all most of most of us normal same people want the same thing. And that's equal opportunity equal rights for everybody equality equality of opportunity and it's just the extremes on both sides want superiority and that's not what i want and that's that's my honest that's what i honestly view is that there's there's issues still on both sides and we can all come if we cannot can we not all come together and try and work on those issues together rather than it being this he this versus this person versus this person you know i mean it's not just um with uh gender issues at all it's the same with sexuality there's whole straights versus homosexual it's the same thing in in many other things as well so it's not just the thing but i don't understand it's the same with politics it's so everything's so divisive that's what that's what i'm so upset about because yes there might be somebody who has a complete different political opinion to you but ultimately we all want the same thing we all want good education a good future for our kids good jobs prosperous country safe from crime so, you know, we can go out in the evening. We don't feel like we're going to get, you know, stabbed or anything. Do you know what I mean? That's what we all want, a good health system. We all want the same thing. We just have different ways of getting there, if you see what I'm saying. And that's mm -hmm. what I just feel like in politics and, and, and with other things at the moment, there's just no debate. It's just, well, you're this, you're that. And it's just this, it's, it's childlike, it's playground kind of talk. And I just wish we would be able to debate. You can then strengthen your own point. You can develop your own point and we can get to the same conclusion. We all want the same thing. We all want the same things. It's just we've got different ways of getting there, if that makes sense. Sorry, I rambled hmm. on there. No, Simple that's good. But, but do we all want the same thing, though? I don't know if we do. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be the people that, that don't that don't want um, equality and equal opportunities. Mm. And they don't want, mm. you know, they do want, you know, uh, nationalism and, and mm. communism and stuff like this. If we're going to talk about pol uh, politics, there's always mm. going to be those extremes. But the majority of people want the same thing they just have different ways of getting there if you see what i'm saying um mm -hmm. and i feel a lot like a lot of people are so ideologically driven by oh i'm a socialist or oh i'm a conservative and they can't take mm -hmm. the best parts from different ideologies and bring them together into it because oh i'm so ideological and it just frustrates me a little bit again that is not beside the point but um that's no, just my, quite, my opinions on things if that makes sense it's kind of tied into it isn't it do you still consider yourself to be a tory well, that, that's a funny story, actually, because mm -hmm. I'm really annoyed with the producers regarding that. I haven't really spoken <laughs> to them about it. But basically what happened is I really was into politics in like 2016, 2017. I've always been interested in politics because there was the US election. There was Brexit. I was doing politics at uh, Sixth Form for about the about eight weeks. I only stayed there for eight weeks. But anyway, um, 
<laughs> so basically that was that was going on and I was just looking at different different parties to join and basically the conservatives at the time were the cheapest party to join so I just wanted to join them because <laughs> what I wanted to do it's a, it, it sounds ridiculous but what I wanted to do is go to one of the events because I just wanted mm-hmm. to see what it's all about it wasn't that I agreed with the conservative the Tories at the moment are uh, Theresa May's a, a complete well she's, she's not doing the greatest job let's be honest you know there's no need there's no need to get into politics here but I don't trust any political party in this country that's the gospel mm-hmm. truth so anyway what I, what I'm trying to say here I'm rambling on against that be back in the diary that's okay um, you can ramble on <laughs> basically what happened was I said to them they said are you a member of the, the, any political party and I said well I am a member of the conservative party because I was a member of them the previous year and they automatically renewed the membership took the money out of my account it didn't even have enough money in my paypal it went into the minuses Robin um <laughs> and then so then so then I was still a, in theory I was still a Tory for another year but so mm. then when I came out because I hadn't heard about the whole Tory thing I came out watched the um my obviously launch night in the hotel and it goes Cameron's a Tory and I was I was <laughs> totally and then and then I saw people absolutely going mad on Twitter about it and I thought it was it really frustrated me really because I just don't like the fact that they've not taken what I've said and they've obviously tried to put it as a thing and I'm sure they didn't mean to do it that way but it does annoy me because that's just not the 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 full truth that's not how they painted it at all well you do know in the application process they're looking for those things to label you as oh absolutely absolutely that label helped you get into the house no doubt they probably loved Mm. it Mm. yeah no that that that, that's a fair point to be fair but like i say i the story i always told them the story as that um and that's the genuine story it sounds ridiculous but it's honestly the truth so i am by default at the moment still a member of the conservative but i have cancelled the subscription (laughs) i have cancelled the subscription so (laughs) pay for that privilege how much was um it was it was from memory it was like five pound and then it automatically removed renewed for for 25 pounds so it was uh it was a heartbreaking time when i when i saw my paypal and it was in the minuses and i was like what on earth is that and then i obviously realized so yeah the letters then started coming through again but uh no that's the the funny story on the whole tory thing so no what? believe it or not i'm not actually a tory Oh, well, what about this profile of you that's like Tory, that you support Trump, that you're Brexit? No, I mean, this is this is ridiculous. I followed the US election back in 2016. Um, Hang on, didn't that say hashtag MAGA on the on the description? On the what? On what are we talking about? On one of your old Twitter accounts. Oh, what the politics? I don't know. I don't know what what that's all about. But at the end of the day. Are you saying you don't like Trump anymore? But Trump's lost the plot. (laughs) <laughs> no, Trump's totally lost the plot. Yep. Some of his policies during the election made some sense, especially economically. I saw where they, I saw where he was coming from. But he's, I mean, it's even obviously coming out and seeing what he's done since then. He's totally and utterly lost the plot. Um, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he's talking about with the fire. He's trying to blame, but he's like blaming other people for for a natural disaster. I mean, it makes total, it makes absolutely no sense. I don't know what what on earth has, has gotten in his head regarding that. There's, there's too many things now that the US election back in 2016 was very, very fun to watch. Really enjoyed watching it. It was like a, it was like a reality television show. It really was mm. entertaining. And I got engrossed in it. and It was very fun um, to watch. And it was all nobody knew what was going to happen. It was great. But he's totally lost the plot. And, and what obviously economically, I liked a lot of what he was saying. And I thought that it could be something that could benefit people. And obviously, America wanted to change. But uh, I think it's safe to say that the change is not necessarily um, going 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 the way the way that they all thought it was going to go so um no i don't i don't know where obviously all that's come from brexit wise to be honest with you i do i do still believe brexit will be a good thing for the country um 
But I, but again, it's one of those things that I have no issue with somebody if they totally disagree with it. I'm not somebody who's Brexit, you know, I'm happy to have a nice, nice debate about it. Yeah, we may have different opinions on it, but you know what I mean? I, I don't... Yeah, like... but you're, enti- you're entitled to your own views about politics. Yeah, exactly. And I just feel apart like it's a from, shame. Apart uh, from being anti-feminist, because then, you know, we're going to fall out. But... I'm, only anti, I'm only anti-radical feminist. If, if we mean feminist in the sense that we want equal rights for women, then of course, um, I have no femi- issue with that. That's what feminism is, having equal rights. Let, I, I just talk. feel like the, the radical side of it has changed the definition slightly. Um, there's a very radical like male side of it though that is quite like offensive and hardcore as well oh the men's the men's rights actually i totally agree that's what i was trying to that's what i was saying earlier that the the both radical sides just aren't helping the situation Mm -hmm. there are issues on Mm -hmm. both sides and Mm -hmm. why can we not just come together and work on those issues together rather than this whole slanging match like we're back on on, on the on the primary school the primary school field in year seven mm-hmm. and we're we're all shouting each other that's not primary school year seven's high school so I, I messed myself up there but you know you know <laughs> we I don't mean, know we're so. too old we don't remember anyway okay <laughs> should we move on from that guys are you happy to move on from that i know fuck all about politics but you know what <laughs> with after that speech i'd give cameron a vote to be the next fucking prime minister I appreciate that. <laughs> I, don't think... I will, as long as he behaves himself. And Theresa May as well. Well, I mean, that wouldn't be it wouldn't be that difficult to do better than her at the moment. But anyway, um... <laughs> so ask, ask some fun, ask some fun questions. Are you satisfied, Lindsay? I, I am. There's still some things being said that I'm not that happy with, but I don't think there's any point. If you you're saying you don't feel those things anymore, and you were trying to wind people up. Then, Absolutely. And it, said, it said if you're offended, fuck off. So I mean, the, I, I mean, like I say, I like I say, I apologise obviously if it did offend you and if it did offend anyone else, and and you know, it'd be, I, I didn't in, intend to offend you guys. That was never my intention. And like I say, obviously that doesn't mean that me wanting to wind people up was a good thing, but because it wasn't. Obviously that's not that's not a, a mature thing to do. But it, you know, it was two and a half years ago. I have changed. I have grown. Um, and learn things. I know that's such a cop out thing to say, but it's genuinely the truth. My opinion is not not the same. If I did that video on that topic now, it, the video would be very, very different. Yeah. My opinion would obviously still be like what I've said to you about both radical sides and stuff like that. And that I think they're mm-hmm. both not, mm-hmm. not helping. And my opinion would still mm-hmm. be that. But mm-hmm. I would just word it in a better way. And it wouldn't be to do with a series where I'm trying to offend and just wind up a few mm. people from school. Um, so I hope that's kind of cleared it up for you. I totally obviously respect that, you know, you might still feel however you feel about it and that's totally totally your 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 feelings and I, I'm not going to try and try and convince you no, otherwise it just it was a, the only reason why it was a shame was because we liked you so much at first and then I felt like I couldn't like you even though times throughout the time watching you I did really really like you I found you funny but that was always like at the back of my mind so it was just a shame because I could have been so behind you but gas anyway yeah no I, I I totally understand where you're coming from and uh uh, you don't have to you don't have to apologize about that at all um, no I actually do want to apologize because I've been quite mean about you on the podcast and I don't really think of you as being a real person and to, for you to come on we really appreciate it so no, you, you don't have to apologize I, I I it's big brother at the end of the day we all have opinions on on things the only thing that frustrates the only thing that I'm up I'm upset about people talking about is when they talk about the whole coming out thing and say that I've done that before that's the oh, only okay. thing because that's that let's question, talk about that that question is my ticket. That's the only one. If people moan about me being miserable and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that's fair enough because I've watched the first two weeks and I'm as miserable as, as they come. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand if people find that. That's fine. That's big brother. That's opinion. Some people are going to love the miserableness. Some people aren't going to like it. That's the whole point of the show. I like that. 
So I have no issue with that at all. It's just when people question the whole coming out thing, that's what really does irritate me. Because that's, tell us, tell us your, your stance on that. Add to this. Can I just clarify some of my some of the stuff that I've said? So I did question whether you strategically plan to come out in the house um, <laughs> because, um, and I voice this on the podcast, that a storyline wins Big Brother UK, and you knew that because it seemed to me like you knew quite a lot about the show. Um, you said afterwards that you you went in planning to never have to come out, never have to deal with it. And actually, I, I did buy that. And I said that to Lindsay in the last podcast. I do actually believe what you'd said. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, over to you. It wasn't a strategy. It was never a part of a plan. Absolutely not, because I knew how it was going to come across. I knew people would question, would question it. The thing is, you know, we always want to see people's lives unfold. I always want to see real people in there and, and real people's lives unfold um on on the show and obviously when i was coming up to the show i've still got the letters i read every single family member there's about 30 letters a letter basically coming out to them in a letter and i just never had the balls to give it to him i gave i i managed to give it to my aunt um and i managed to tell my mum literally the day before i went into hiding and they're the only two family members that know and that is the god's honest truth i've got di- my mum with me a diary runners in the house um, basically originally it was just to try and keep me informed of what's going on at home with my little sister and how she was getting on at school and stuff like that. But then it turned into like a big brother fan thing where she was talking about what I was doing on the show. And as I've been watching the show and I, obviously that conversation that I had with, uh, I had obviously a conversation in the diary, which I honest to God didn't think was going to be aired. And obviously I had a conversation with Lewis in the locker room, which was coded, but it was, let's be honest, it was absolutely terribly coded. Um, <laughs> And in that in that diary entry, it says your aunt's just message, your nan's just message and, and, and granddad and stuff like that. And they've all said, you know, they don't 100 percent know what you're talking about, but um, they love you no matter what and stuff like that. So that, it does upset me when people are questioning it, because I've literally got proof there. I've got Facebook messages from them when I came out, obviously, on television. I'm telling you now, my dad, did, my dad didn't know. I know what he said on bots. <laughs> he, he meant. He meant your mum told him and his mum. Yeah, oh. my mum did prepare. My mum mm. did tell him when I went mm. because she didn't want him to find out. But the first time okay. he heard those words mm. and me actually say it is when Lewis asked me the question and I responded. And okay. that is the God's honest truth. I'm not okay. going to swear on anything because I don't like swearing on things, but I would swear mm. on anything. That is the God's honest truth. And as for the whole tweet thing, uh, the, the whole YouTube video, I'm not even going to cross over that because that's not even a, a talk about that. I was talking about uh, my fear of death. Uh, obviously, I used a word that yes in theory could does mean that by definition mm. but it was not me talking about that at all at all um and then obviously there's a tweet as well where i think i said i'm bent follow my pride to it again <laughs> that's not i didn't mean obviously bent i know what bent means you know I'm, I, I know what it meant but it wasn't me coming out trust me if i if if everybody my sort of age who called themselves bent on social media was actually bent then there'd be a lot more hot guys <laughs> for me to actually be able to get to because it would be half the world a lot of straight guys who i'm in love with I would actually maybe have a chance with. So um, <laughs> it wasn't that. I swear to you, um, I can. I mean, my aunt knew, my uh, mum knew, told my dad after I went into hiding. I never told him, so he would have heard heard that first um, from there. My best friend uh, Bex knew. Um, she won't mind me name dropping her. She'd probably be, get all excited when she listens when I've when I've name dropped her. Um, but that's it. All my my. I never told any male friends. That's the first time they heard. Uh, I had another couple of aunts. They didn't know. Uh, my grands, uh, my, my two nans, my two granddads didn't know. Uh, my uncles didn't didn't know. My cousins, none of them knew. So it, it, it wasn't. It was. I mean, if coming out is coming out to your mum the day before you go to hide and then, yes, I mm. came out. But I don't think it is. In my mind, coming out is when you when you're happy or when everybody in your 
family or your your circle of friends knows and they didn't know until they what they saw unfold on big brother and that's why i was so worried about it because i genuinely i i was upset with myself because i never got to give them those letters that i wrote and i never got to tell them and they had to find out on national television Mm. um and obviously reading the diary is obviously my aunt sent me a message when i when i came out one of my aunts sent me a message and said i just wish I could hug you now and tell you that we're okay with everything and everything's fine. So I understand people are always going to question the, the, the genuineness of it. And that's fine because I'm on big brother. I knew how it's going to come across. I watched the show. I know that some people are not going to take that as what it was. It wasn't a strategy to win the show. I swear to you, because it was, I wish it wouldn't have been an issue. I wish I'd been able to sort it out before. And I wish I'd have been able to get through without talking about it. Cause it really emotionally was tough in there because of what I'd done. And that's not me saying all oh, feel sorry for because I don't, I don't, I don't want anyone to feel sorry for you. I did what I said and I did what I did in there. Um, but what, like I say, what I am sad about is that people are questioning it, but I get it. I totally get why people would. Um, but even though they are questioning it and people will continue to question it, the amount of messages that I've got from people that have said how much I've helped them and how they've came out mm. to their family and their mum, it honestly, I can take the hate for mm. 10, 12, the rest of my life from, mm. you know, people if it means that I've mm. helped out and helped change. And honestly, reading some of the messages last night, I, was, I, was, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I was, I was honestly crying because I put on, I put on when Lewis had that chat to me in the locker room and started crying. And then I started reading some Instagram messages trying to cheer myself up. And they were all about that and saying <laughs> how, much, how much I've helped them and how they've come out to, to their mum and how they, they have an issue with the word as well. So seeing that on television was so relatable. And it means the absolute world. And I'm so honoured that mm. I was able to do that. I didn't plan on doing it, but it, good seems to have come from something that I never planned on doing. And I do now feel free. So I, I honestly can tell you, and obviously people don't have to believe it and, and believe what you want, but, um, it was genuine that that's that's the god's honest truth that is the truth about the whole coming out thing and uh but obviously there's still gonna be a few people that are gonna question it and maybe gonna gonna the 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 positives outweigh the negatives regarding that tenfold and there's always gonna be people questioning it but like i say reading the messages i'm getting and there's there's been a lot and i don't mean that to like try and be arrogant or anything like that but there's been so many messages it's been the absolute world to me that i've actually finally been able to put the four years of shit to bed and actually be able to help people out as well so i can take the the little bit of hate that comes with it if it means that i'm helping people out and i'm genuinely changing people's lives because it's just i can't describe to you how it feels that i'm actually by doing something like that i've managed to help people's lives out it's made everything worth it and that's not me trying to come across as a saint because everybody that everyone who comes out it's, it's difficult it was no more difficult for me than it was everyone else and that's why when i won i know it sounds ridiculous and i never said it in the house because i didn't want it to become something like some storyline or anything like that, which obviously it did. But I mean, I didn't want it to become like I was saying this to try and get me to win. But I, I do dedicate my win to anyone who's ever come out because it is a really, really difficult thing. And what I did there, I did. But so many thousands of people have done that and had different reactions. And it was as much for them as it was for me uh, to win the show. And I, I'm so glad that, that it's helped people out and it's kind of made the whole thing, the whole thing worth it. Sorry, I rambled again. You just tell me to shut up like Big Brother. Yeah, as you, yeah, you say. No, that was an incredible response. And actually, you just got me feeling a little bit emotional there. Because, I mean, like, on the feedback on the last podcast that we had, somebody has been really grateful to me about sharing my story. And that is just one person. And that made me really emotional. So to have a lot of positive feedback about, you know, having helped other people come into terms of it, you must, I can understand how emotional that would be. And we also had an email from, is it the same person? Yeah. No, a different person about Cameron. Yeah. You and how um they were so conflicted because they didn't agree with your political views but at the same time you coming out and dealing with that difficult situation was really an inspiration to them 
Um, in fact, that was conflicted. That was the same person. Conflicted, yeah. Oh, it's the same person. You were an ins- you were both an inspiration to that same person. Oh, <laughs> and this this person called Ali in real life, isn't it? And we're not sure. If yeah. Boy, was just saying thank you to me for being a positive gay role model who's like proud to be gay, etc. And yeah, it it means a lot. And I feel bad for questioning your motivation no, you shouldn't you shouldn't feel bad because it's right. on yeah. national television it's big brother it's it's i knew what was going to happen it was understandable that people were going to question it yes it's upsetting that people are still questioning it and it does it does hurt because it kind of makes you feel like i don't know it, it just makes you feel a little bit shit regarding the whole thing but i understand that that was always going to happen and and um i'm just glad that it has been able to to help people out and i know there's some people that saying i've read some tweets that say oh he's not even you know the g word he's he's asexual and stuff like this and it's just what are you even i said that i said that myself so i don't even Did believe you? he is yeah and then i said look at his wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> and that <laughs> That's funny. Um, but he's only eighteen. You don't really know how to dress yourself yet, you know. Well, yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I cannot dress myself. Um, <laughs> but no, that that bit did upset me a little bit when I read different stuff like that because obviously I have struggled with it for so long, and then for people to question it after that, and it's not that I'm not proud of it. It's just I find it very difficult to say to say the words, and nobody and should be ashamed. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's no. I mean, yeah. You're actually, to be able to come to terms with it at that age is actually a really positive thing, I think. It took me a lot longer to even know myself that I was. So, <laughs> know yourself, Lindsay. <laughs> I've got a quote there. Um, it's, it's, it's a massive deal, and you shouldn't really have to explain yourself about that. Really, it's no one's business, and of course it's no one's business because you're doing it on TV. But you won, so obviously a lot of people did believe you and were on board with it. And there was loads of yeah, Yes, weather that were saying that what's that noise? Is that me? We're saying that 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 it helped them, and Team North was saying that it was really emotional and stuff. So, yeah. um, yes, are you doing something on your phone? It's making a noise. No, I'm not touching my phone. My, my, my friend was um, also saying the same, and we were being like, "Oh, that's a storyline." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good to get that out. It's good to get that out out there and get your point across. Yeah, yeah. Ask, some, ask some fun questions now. This is like fucking question time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So you are a super fan, but you're only 18. How much like past Big Brother had you actually watched? Well, I've uh, obviously I started watching when I was about 10. Um, <laughs> so about eight years ago, when I wasn't even meant to be watching it because it was just, you know, all the warnings that they give at the start of the, the show, so that didn't go down particularly well. Um, you know, I, I did it discreetly, but no, I've gone back and watched the shows and watched the X series and stuff like that. I'm terrible with knowing winners and stuff, and I get everyone mixed up because I don't know about you guys, but some series just people fall into like three, four series, and, I, and it confuses me then when what series they actually are in. But I've, watched, yeah. I mean, literally, my history on YouTube is just full of Big Brother best bits, <laughs> Big Brother highlights, Big Brother this, Big Brother that. It's, I watch it all throughout the year, even when it's obviously it's not on. Yeah, I'm still watching it. So when Celebrity finishes and everyone's like, oh, it's a break until the summer. There I am rewatching this series, the Gemma Collins uh, celebrity series, Tiffany Potter, that sort of stuff, or going and watching like Nikki Graham series. It's just mm-hmm. trying to find the links online. I mean, you know what I'm talking about because you're a super fan. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, trying to scroll through and find blooming links to X series is absolutely nice. And then you get to one episode <laughs> and it's like copyrighted and you can't <laughs> find the episode. And it's a nightmare. So, um, so like, yeah, no, that's when I started watching it. But I've watched, I've watched pretty much. I mean, I wouldn't say I've watched every single episode of every single series because that would probably be be a lie. But I have watched parts 
uh, the majority of most series. I know what most storylines are and stuff like that. I say names and winners and that. I'm awful at. So I'm a terrible super fan when it comes to that. But that um, doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And do you watch the international versions at all? I've watched a little bit of um, American uh, mm-hmm. Big Brother because mm-hmm. uh, obviously that was on before we came in, and it was actually still going on when we were. I think it finished a couple of days after, didn't it? Yes, yeah, long. And I saw. <laughs> yeah. I saw some of the twists on that, obviously with the uh, with the robot that they had this year. That was quite, <laughs> that was quite a funny twist. That was but good. That, the one thing that annoys me about that series is the fact that the public don't have as much of a say. And mm. I really like the public say too, because I loved that's it. They literally have no no say whatsoever. What I loved about this series, obviously, I didn't know until I came out of the house, was obviously this whole uh, you guys getting to vote about public nomination. Was it? Uh, I don't know what they called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic idea. We had no clue in the house. Completely set mm. us crazy. Um, mm. But that's a fantastic idea because it just gives you guys more power. So it doesn't allow for the floaters to float through to the final. Mm. Do you know, And that's what frustrates mm. me as a viewer. And maybe some people think oh, I was a floater. I don't know. But to float through to the uh. final really irritates me when people people float mm. through. To the, and, it, and that didn't allow it to happen because people actually had to vote for you. It weren't going to get to the stage where some like me and Zoe, obviously, we weren't up for the whole time. If that would have mm. just been from pure nominations, people could have wanted us out for eight weeks and had no control because the house liked us. And I don't mm. like that, if you see what I'm saying. Mm. So I was really happy about that thing. But yeah, I've watched America, back to your original question, I'm rambling again. Mm. That's um, okay. But American, I, like I say, the fact that there's not as much public sound, not a lot mm. of it. Um, I watched a little bit of, I think it was uh, BB India. I saw a clip of um, BB <laughs> India before I went in with uh, like an argument over a broomstick yeah. or something, which was... <laughs> That was iconic. So <laughs> there was a map of uh, Big Brother Spain that someone sent us, where there was all cows and chickens and shit and shit in the kitchen. Oh Get my lord! You like that? There's like nightmare. honestly, there's just stuff all over the countertops. It was mad. Christ alive! I'm not signed up for that one. We had someone actually subtitled it and sent us the link. We could probably dig that out. Yeah, we'll send it. We'll send yeah, it you know, to I'd you. I'd like to see that. That, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> they moved into a completely overgrown, desolate Big Brother house. There was like a oh bull in there. How did you feel when, um, and an ostrich, yeah. <laughs> how did you feel when Emma told you that Big Brother had been cancelled? Was that, did that sort of take the shine off things? Probably not. <laughs> no, well, it did because, and, but I felt bad because I was very, <laughs> I felt, I felt bad because obviously I was very, I was disappointed because I was really hoping that it was going to continue. Um, so obviously then she she threw it she didn't throw it was the wrong that's the wrong choice of words but she sort of said it to me in yeah. the feed and I didn't want to look ungrateful for that, the fact that I'd just been voted the winner I'm the yeah. last ever winner I'm the youngest winner I've just won a hundred grand but inside I was really disappointed because I was thinking oh great so there's no more Big Brother like the last series I'm the last series I can watch has got me in it so I'm gonna have to actually watch myself do you know what I mean? So I was, I was really upset, but I didn't want to like come across too upset because I didn't want it to come across. That, that's my whole overthinking thing, which I did in the house all the time. That's literally what I was doing there. So I don't know how it looked on television, but no, I was I was genuinely disappointed, and I am genuinely disappointed. I just hope that it can find a home where it uh, is actually loved and not treated like. Oh no, I, was, I probably can't say that because I'm still technically under contract for next week. But I think I think you can imagine where I was going yeah. with that. Yeah, hear my, my true opinions in a week regarding that. But anyway, but this series they actually did a really good job with it. Like the task thing, we, we it's such fun to watch. I don't know how you found it actually being in there. Oh, it's fantastic! It was very old school Big Brother. Yeah. it was mm. the tasks were fantastic. The task team did such an incredible job. Yeah. Obviously, the chicken task was very retro. <laughs> uh, all the shopping, all the shopping tasks were fantastic. Uh, the Bitcoin twist was very very good. They, mm. didn't, uh, they didn't overproduce the series. They let stuff unfold naturally, which is really good. Mm. And that's what we all wanted. 
coming into yeah. the series. And obviously the casting was fantastic. Obviously I'd say really the casting was fantastic because I was on. But the casting, I talk about the other housemates, obviously. It, it was. was. Really it was. real people. Nobody mm. from X on the Beach or, or anywhere else like that. Just real people, real lives, mm. real stories. And I think that mm. that correlated on the screen. And I'm, I'm so glad. That's the one thing I was so glad. I spoke about it all the time. I, I was really worried whether the series was going to become across boring, whether it wasn't going to become across well. So I was just praying that super fans like yourselves were enjoying the show and were finding yeah. it entertaining. So it's, it's brilliant to know that we that we did produce. A sh- I mean, we didn't act any different. We were just being <laughs> ourselves. But by being ourselves, we did produce a really good show. And it wasn't us producing the show. They produced a fantastic show with the mm. tasks and stuff like that. Um, but no, it's fantastic from the inside. It really did feel very, very old school Big Brother from the inside. It, mm. was, it was fantastic to be a part of. Uh, do you have a standout favourite task that you enjoyed to take part in the most? Well, looking back, I I did I hated the plane task. Yeah, oh, it was back, so good to what watch. What a brilliant task! Amazing. What a brilliant task! It's so good. <laughs> if I had to pick one that I really enjoyed, probably the doers and thinkers. Mia Keem and Lewis had such fun. We were watching oh, each other up all day. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> but inside that brain room, we went got to, we got to go in the camerons on the final and have a look at you sitting in the corner. Yeah, we saw you through the window on the final. Oh, really? What in the yeah. kitchen? Were we in the kitchen? Yeah, we were peeking oh. through the window at you. <laughs> Near the checkerboard table. Oh right, <laughs> that's that's it's very weird when you because you obviously people are very very quiet, but you know that there are people yeah. walking around. It's a very odd feeling, <laughs> like at night when you hear people like walking and whispering and stuff. It's very unsettling. You don't know whether it's the ghost or whether it's <laughs> oh, uh, the ghost. You know. Come on, Cameron, admit it. I swear to you, there's something in there. That house is there's nobody can convince me otherwise. Something touched me, something tickled me, and, and like I say, the most unsettling thing about it all was it looked like Lewis F. It actually looked like when I looked across, it had the hair of Lewis F. Because that's oh. what scared me more than anything else. Because then I looked back and Lewis F. was sitting there in bed asleep. Well, was, rather, rather Lewis F. than Lewis G. Eh? Well, yeah, probably. But no, Lewis is a good guy actually. To be fair, he's a really nice guy. He wasn't that difficult to live with. Um, really no no one was difficult to live with even Hussein he was he was very easy to live with he's very obviously he came in as the king on the king and stuff like that but he was he was easy to live with and, and I found middle ground with him and Lewis G was very easy to live with he was, he was really sweet as well they didn't really I had a conversation with him I was basically obviously I was an emotional wreck the whole series to be honest uh, but I was crying on the I think it was like day six day seven or something under my under the bed not under the bed because you couldn't get under the bed but in the bed type thing but trying to do it discreetly because I didn't want to make a scene because I was just I don't know what I was getting emotional about god knows what <laughs> I didn't it, probably uh, probably apples or something um <laughs> but basically he sort of obviously noticed it and picked it up and then we had a really nice one-on-one conversation and it went on for like 15 20 minutes and obviously it was never going to be aired he knew it was never going to be aired so we weren't doing it for some sort of motive no. It was mm. really, really sweet. And there's a really, really nice guy in there. When you look past the whole 24-7 and you know, I'm, I'm the G, he's a really, really nice guy. He's got a really good, nice stories, very interesting stories. Obviously, he had a very uh, interesting childhood with his with his mum and dad with in, in America and stuff like that. And obviously, the jobs that they've got. So it's really, really interesting to, to see that. And although I know. wanted him... We never yeah, get no, to hear that stuff anymore. Well, that's what I mean. You don't hear the sort of personal side and the personal no. stories. but um, There's no live feed, so we don't hear those conversations that don't make the edit. That's the problem. Because wasn't they wanted live feed. Well, I say they wanted. I mean, Big Brother mm. wanted live feed. And then obviously, the, the, obviously we know who didn't want live feed. It's a shame, really, because, because there were a lot of conversations. Who didn't like want that. <laughs> Yeah, well... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you don't have to comment on that. My my opinion is really. 
<laughs> you know, I just don't want to get myself sued out the hundred grand that I've won. Uh, no, do not. <laughs> I do not want to be responsible for it either. TV <laughs> <laughs> on blast is going to bring Cameron down one way yeah. or another. <laughs> this was the, this was the plan all along, wasn't it? Get me on, get me sued. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Um, were there, were there any moments that you've since realised weren't aired that you kind of wished were? I heard that an entire task was missed out of an edit. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the doers and thinkers thing. Um, there was a massive task in the garden because right. the problem of it was, was obviously that day was the whole day where we had the electric shock thing. We had me, Akeem and Lewis bickering and joking all day because we genuinely were joking. I know it came across differently, but all three of us mm. were joking. We then got in the hot tub. All three of us argued with each other. And then obviously they had the massive hot tub blow up. Yeah. Um, so it, what obviously the result of that was that the whole distangle task was cut out. What it was basically was there was like this massive, uh, I don't know what you call it, like this massive wooden plaque thing in the garden. And it was wrapped around these huge ropes. And then four housemates had to be blindfolded. Me, Lewis and Akeem had to sit on like, uh, you know, the kind of chairs that you get at like uh, swimming pools, like where the lifeguards sit on. Mm-hmm. Massive chairs like that. We had massive um, things you talk for. I can't remember what they're called. Megaphone. That's it. Megaphones. <laughs> and the task went on for about half an hour. It was really funny. We were all shouting each other. <laughs> I, was, I was panicking and Lewis was having a go at me. Um, and Akeem was just, you know, being Akeem, saying, making a couple of comments here and there that were just really not helping the situation. Like it was really ruining the task. I was ruining the task. <laughs> cool. Lewis was trying to do the task, but then he was he was getting annoyed with me and Akeem, and that was ruining the task. So it was it was actually quite a funny task. So I can't believe that weren't seen. Oh, so, that's uh, a shame. Well, that's one of the things that did did get ed- uh, edited out. You would have um, edited that together together like five minute segments for bots or something. Yeah. You would think so. I mean, a bit of a waste of whoever created that task and yeah. made all those props and yeah. stuff like that must be, must be really pissed off because mm. it didn't even make the edit. But no, it was, it was probably one of the best tasks of the whole show, actually, I think, personally. I really enjoyed it. And everyone who, who wasn't even, in, there was about three people who weren't involved who were to watch it and they were, they were having a whale of a time. It looked like they put a lot of effort into building the tasks this year. Like a lot of the things were custom made. They had to like build assault courses and shit like that. They really went for it. Oh, Christ, the props are incredible. Um, and it, I'm so glad it all looked really good on telly because it looked really good in real life. And, and like you say, even the little mini tasks, because there was a lot of effort and thought that went into them. I mean, that Halloween, I haven't seen the Halloween episode yet. I don't really want to because apparently I was incredibly embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> but um, the graveyard, I mean, it looks stunning. Absolutely It stunning. did look good. It did um, look good. You know, and all it's just the fan, absolutely fantastic. The task team, the tasks were fantastic, but the, the props and everything. And, and the way everything was set up and the setup was just incredible. It really was. Um, and you really appreciate And as a as a fan of the show, now I can really appreciate just the amount of effort that goes in to, mm. to making a little task that goes for maybe five minutes of television time. Mm. And it's like days spent planning it and preparing mm. it and setting it up. It's it's absolutely incredible. The work that goes in into the show, it's um, it's unbelievable. And when you see it from the inside, you really do get that appreciation mm. of it. Um, more than I could have ever got from from just watching it, um, and obviously you guys have, have seen stuff with the cameras and stuff like that. When you mm. actually see it and see mm. the house, it is. I mean, you guys know it's 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 quite insane to just see the house from. I mean, you you've been in the house both of you, haven't you? Yeah. In like a super fan, that whole super fan uh, yeah. thing with yeah, you know, I yeah. saw that. Um, <laughs> it's just surreal being in there, is it? None of it feels real. It's just uh, <laughs> it's just amazing. But did have you, you uh, did you get to watch Celebrity Big Brother before you went in? Was no, we, we weren't allowed to watch that. 
Uh, we went into hiding on Thursday. They've said I could talk about the hiding process because the show's ended, so I'm not breaking any rules here. Um, we went into hiding on Thursday, um, the Thursday, like a week before, well, a week, about a week before the show. And then we were meant to go on <laughs> lockdown. Pardon? Before CBB, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's before the final of CBB. Um, so not with so, so yes, yeah, so a big celebrity big brother was going on, but the 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 Monday the final was Monday, and we went into hiding the the, the Thursday before the final, if that makes sense. Okay, so and you we were watch at home. You, they couldn't stop you watching at home. No, they couldn't stop us watching at home. But we literally went in lockdown for Friday because obviously they apparently revealed some some things that then made us so noticeable that oh, random people okay. in the street would notice us oh. so we had to then go in lockdown and they told us that we were going to be in lockdown and won't believe that we weren't going to be allowed to leave our cottages they told us at seven o'clock uh in uh, on friday night that we had to go into lockdown uh by nine o'clock on on the friday so that didn't go down well with the chaperones and with the housemates um but yeah no i didn't even know who won who won but i knew well i did know who won, <laughs> i knew who i knew who was gonna win i got the top three right um you know just saying um but yeah we, i think somebody in the house had obviously been told because they said ryan's definitely one just trust me you know how so, mm. people mm. in there when they know something they don't say that they know it and someone's told yeah. them it's like trust me a hundred percent and it's you you, you, you do follow you jump to conclusion right okay i understand what you're saying so uh you know i know i knew he won but we didn't get to see the final so you guys were all aware of washing machine wendy yeah wendy the washing machine i knew about wendy the washing machine I was disappointed that Wendy the washing machine never did any, never spoke to me. I was, I was gutted. I know. I went in the store room. I'd be like waiting for Wendy to come out. Yeah. <laughs> First three days. That's literally what I did. Sometimes I just went in the store, just hung out in the store for like ten minutes, just waiting for it to to come on and start start you know start the lights and start talking. But it didn't happen. Only Sean to talk to Wendy, wasn't it? In the end, Sean and Brooke, it was. Yeah. Did did Kenley speak? Because I only saw the only thing I found out about yeah. was when I came out was the whole Sean and Sean and Brooke. So they no, wait until it. wow, yeah, quite a long time. Yeah, but you did have dirty Dave. Yeah, dirty oh, yeah. Dave. <laughs> that was probably my favourite task. That was really well done. Really well that done. Was very very fun, and, and like you say, extremely well done. And they were mm. locked in there all day, and and the, the locks and everything worked. I mean, I've, I've nicked the keys, but they 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 genuinely worked. They were the keys. Like you couldn't get out if I if I locked them in until obviously they took my keys, which I didn't realise about. Um, they couldn't actually get out, but I was a disaster in that task. Absolutely, I, mean, I was a disaster in most tasks. Let's be honest. Big brother <laughs> shat themselves when Lewis decided to show you the screen, though. Did they? They must, they must have. Thought- our task fucked because oh yeah yeah because when he showed me the screen i was shocked (laughs) i couldn't believe it because the funny the funny thing is i looked at the screen and it all dawned on me where i was what was happening Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. oh my goodness there are actually people that are watching us because you don't forget (laughs) you you do forget the camera i know everyone says they forget the cameras there you don't forget the cameras because you can see and they're all around you they're very visible but you forget what they're actually there to do you forget that they're recording you you forget that they're actually going to then some of it's going to then be put out to national on national television and then a million people are going to watch it so you do forget what's actually happening but then when i saw it with my own eyes it was like oh my goodness i'm actually here and this is actually happening this is not some massive prank (laughs) when um when hussein and isabella came in did they give you any information from the outside world Obviously, Hussein's uh, no, it wasn't Hussein. Isabella slipped up with oh, yeah. uh, the whole thing, but Akeem didn't pick up on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he didn't pick up on that. I really don't. Um, you cancelled or anything like that? 
she got Isabella did get in trouble a couple times because she said a couple things to Lewis because Lewis was talking to her in the bath and she was she, he was talking about Kay and he said oh I don't know whether I came across badly in that and she went I really don't think you have anything to worry about that okay yeah so it, but <laughs> she didn't but it, they really didn't give us that much I mean Hussain slipped up once in the kitchen when I was talking about football and um, he basically told me that Aston uh, that Steve Bruce had been sacked but that was about as much as Hussain <laughs> did um, Isabella was a little bit a little bit worse the only thing we thought is whoever they attached themselves to there might be something as yeah that type of thing um mm. but i didn't as soon as hussein came after me and lewis because in my head i was not going to be very popular because the whole coming out thing and i thought people would have taken it the wrong way i thought it was going to be hated by my family of friends i thought the public were going to hate me i thought it was all going to be terrible so when he came after me i thought well i don't i think i thought lewis f was going to be popular but i thought well he can't be coming after me because i'm popular he's just coming after people who he wants to come after mm. so uh but obviously i what i didn't know is we me and him were quite a popular well, we were quite a polarising pair, let's be honest, but we did yeah. have quite a following on the outside as well. We didn't know that at the time. And that, and Hussain said, he said to me in private message, he said, I came in, and as much as I liked you coming, I wanted to break you and Lewis F up. I wanted you two to mm. be head to head. Um, and mm. I think what he should have done in hindsight is when he had that mystery box that none of us had a clue about, he should mm. have put me up for nomination. He should yeah. have yes. nominated me. Like, Lewis F would have been up anyway. Yeah. And then he would have had Hussain, Lewis F and yeah. me yeah. Head to head, it would be the perfect year, but he let his whole vendetta against Lewis F get in yeah. the way of his actual game plan. And yes, it messed the house up even more mm. because nobody had a clue who it was because people thought, mm. well, Hussein wouldn't pick Lewis F because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. If he'd have mm. picked me, it would have made total sense because mm. he'd have been the only one that really would have done it. But he did. Mm. He let his personal vendetta get in the way mm. of his game. And obviously it backfired massively and he got he got booed out of the building, which was that was very when when we heard those because we heard those boos they were in, they were intense and that's when we all thought because then Tomas got booed and that shocked us because we thought Tomas was going to be loved and I he got massively Tomas. booed and we were all like oh my goodness none of us are safe we're all going to get booed we're all hated the show's been cancelled they're there because we've ruined the show we've ended the series what have we done and we were all you know panicking about a public perception the super fans love Tomas yeah oh I love Tomas yeah he's I think the casual viewer that I think even the whole format, the more sort of game oriented format with bitcoins and game changes, I don't think it went down so well with the general viewers. And, really? And yeah, I don't think so. But like super fans that, especially ones that watch international versions, we kind of appreciate appreciate it. What Big Brother were trying to do and introduce, and we appreciate Thomas Thomas for playing the game. But I still think mm. public in general punish game players, which is oh sad. definitely mm. yeah mm. definitely. And the thing is, he wasn't the only one playing a game in there. He was just the only one open about playing a game in there. That was a difference. Yeah, like, like you were playing a game, Cameron. <laughs> I know. I didn't. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I took none of the, I took none of the, the coins in most of the time. I hated the whole the game thing. I just, I used, I always felt bloody bad about it. I got such a guilty conscience. I wasn't playing a game, but there were people playing. I got one. However, go on, guys. Did you not? Did you not play knowing that it would look would reflect badly? No, I did actually mention that in there. I said that to Brooke when we didn't take anything. I said. By not playing the game because we didn't want to, I said to her, we'd probably come across like we're playing the game because we're looking to come across the Saints. But I said, yeah. at the end of the day, I didn't want to. I know it sounds ridiculous because unscrewing a few coins is not selling your soul. But in my mm. in my brain, I was thinking if I screw these these things, and I, honest to God, I, I went to screw K's off. I was screwing mm. K's off and I was going, well, that's for the sly digs. And I was like, oh, no, I can't do it. I mean, mm. a part of me wanted to, but I just couldn't do it because I didn't want to. What I didn't want it to do is is change. I didn't want the game to change me. And it did in the first mm. week a little bit with the whole thing when I went in and tried to make a deal with Akeem, Isaac and Lewis G. And I just thought this is and that's where I thought, no, I, I don't want to. I'll play the game as much as I have to play the game because it is a game. 
but I want to be myself and I don't want to get lost in the game and start changing who I am. So that's why I just didn't bother. And I, again, I was aware of how it could come across and I probably came across like I was looking to be some sort of saint. It genuinely wasn't because it was funny. It's funny you said that because it's literally the conversation I had with Brooke. I said, and Brooke was like, mm-hmm. well, I didn't, I didn't understand the task anyway. So I mean, yeah. I just didn't get it. I mean, she said I, I'd have taken some for that understood the game. And I was mm-hmm. like, we, prob- we have probably come across like we did that deliberately mm. to look good. Um, yeah. That's just the way it is at the end of the day. Um, it's impossible to you can't justify everything that you do in there you just you just do things I just did it's like with a mystery box part of me really wanted to be Mm. because I could have won it 100% because I was top and I wanted to make sure Lewis because we all thought in our heads that that was going to be a Vict on the spot in our heads that's what we all thought so I thought if it's a Vict on the spot and a Sane gets it Lewis F is is absolutely fucked and most of the house didn't like Lewis F at that point so the majority Mm. of people that would get that box would would screw him over so the only way I can guarantee his safety is by doing it but I was sitting in there and I was debating about doing it. And in the end, I thought, and I think I said something like, I just, I don't want this game to change who I am as a person. Mm. And I, I know it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's so intense in there. It feels like mm. if I wrote one on that paper, that mm. I'm selling my soul to the devil, as ridiculous mm. as that sounds. I just couldn't bring myself to do it, even though it's a game, even though it's a bloody mystery box. It doesn't really make much difference at all. Still didn't bloody do it. It's pathetic, really, in hindsight, because then obviously it's killer nominated, but... We were fuming with you because we thought you'd screwed Lewis F over there by not doing that. Because when Hussein got the box, we were going, no. Yeah. But then it did, it, that, luckily that week it didn't matter. And we were pleased that you evicted Isabella. We thought it was the fair thing to do because well, it's not been as long. Oh, it's awful, though, because my, one of my worst nightmares, uh, there was like two, three things I really didn't want to happen when I went in there. One was the whole coming out thing. I never wanted that. I didn't want to be outed in the house. That was one of my big fears when I went in. There was another thing that I was worried about on the outside before I went in. And then the third thing was evicting someone on the spot. So then obviously when I when I had the power and as soon as they said that you're immune, I thought, well, this, this is too good to be true. And obviously, luckily, and Akeem feels like it was written in the stars because obviously Lewis F got saved in the game changer. Otherwise, I'd have saved him over Isabella or Akeem. And that's that's just, and, and everyone knew that I would save of Lewis F for, for anyone. I mean, Dominant. Um, that no, was that, the that uh, was, Lewis saved himself in that in the dominoes. Oh, it was the, it was the key thing. It was the the little key thing. Oh, the padlocks, the padlocks. That's it. That's yeah. It. yeah, yeah. So and he went thought, like like that when he went. Oh Christ! I can't believe when he did that. But then it's I so knew. Cool. <laughs> I knew one hundred percent that uh, what I was going to have to do, and I I couldn't. Uh, number one, I'd nominated Isabella in quick nominations anyway, because I think I nominated mm. Isabella and Sean. I don't know why I nominated Sean. God's honest truth, I don't know what I was doing. It was just one of those things where I just couldn't think straight. I thought, mm. I don't know what to do. I had like four, three names. And I thought, who am I least closest to? And I was like, Sean. And I said it. So I do. That's one. That's the one nomination I do regret. But obviously I hadn't put Akeem up. So if I stood there and evicted Akeem, mm. it would have looked like I was a, I was evicting him because I thought he was popular in the public. Mm. Obviously, Isabella went out and said that I evicted um, Lewis because I was jealous of her relationship with Lewis. Which oh, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is not true whatsoever. Mm. And, and again, if it came across like that, it came across like that. No, I can't, you can't defend everything you do in there. At the end of the day, people... No, exactly. It, it wasn't that. It was just that I, I hadn't... I'd known her for two weeks. I'd known Akeem for six weeks. And our relationship was really going well, mine and Akeem's, after we'd nominated yeah. each other like 10 times. It was and actually Akeem, improving. Whereas and my Akeem relationship was so started. Akeem was so nervous. I so yeah. was shaking, bless him. Oh, he I'm was an absolute mess. An absolute mm. mess because he was up most weeks. He thought mm. this was one week where he wouldn't be up. All of a sudden he's up again, and mm. it's now a case of I'm standing there and I literally have his fate in my hands. Exactly. Super, and I hate as a fan of the mm. show when another mm. housemate evicts another house. It really mm. pisses me off. Yeah. So I was frustrated that 
I was frustrated with the show. I was frustrated with myself because I knew what I was going to have to do. And I knew how much yeah. I would hate it if I was watching it from the outside. But mm. um, no, I don't I don't really think I know. Obviously, Isabella was always going to hold a little bit. Of, and I totally understand it. I ended her experience. It's totally understandable. But I do now I'm not going to say that. I don't want I don't want to be I don't want to be bitchy. But the way she acted. Oh, come on. Thing. She wasn't well, that I'll interesting. Say, I'll say it. I'll say it. Because what all I find funny is obviously I came out the house and I heard that she'd obviously been talking quite a lot of crap about me, which is fair enough because I evicted her. That's fine. And saying that it was because I was jealous of Lewis, which is a load of bullshit. But anyway, then the first person that comes up to hug me when I've won, as soon as I'm ah. near the camera as the paparazzi, is Isabella, which I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe nothing to that, but it just looked a little bit forced. I've got the money. Maybe she knows I was feeling bad. I don't know. I don't know. But it just felt a little bit, a little bit fake. But there we go. Uh, you've got something there. You've got it out of me. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't do much to get that out of you, to be honest. No, you just, I got it out of myself, let's be honest. Reflecting on that night, do you, I know you, you said you were becoming friends with Akeem at that point anyway. Do you think in retrospect, like eliminating a threat like Akeem would have been a stronger game move? Because Isabella, mm. she was nothing to anyone, was she really? Well, obviously I knew Akeem, I, in my head Akeem was going to win the show and that, that yeah. from pretty early on. But I thought to myself, I can't stand it and yeah. evict somebody because I think I, that it's going to help me. I, I can't bring myself, I mean, for Christ's sake, I couldn't bid one for the mystery box just in case no one else bid it. I couldn't, mm. I couldn't screw a coin off Kay, who for the whole mm. week had been going, get me out, where was It was doing my head in when she did that. Really does annoy me when people do that. So yeah. I couldn't even do that, let alone a Victor Keen based off of the fact that I thought that he was a threat. I couldn't do it. I mean, it didn't even cross my mind, to be honest with you. Um, did you, I mean, did yes, you not... game plan wise, it would have been smart to do that, I guess. In, in, in... But I would have never have done it, even knowing what I know now. Still, never, ever would I have evicted a Keen because that's just not. I know it sounds it sounds so cringe. It sounds pathetic, but that's just not the person I am. It's not I did never would have wanted to do that. I believe you. I fully you... Believe you think you've been so genuine with all these answers. So. <laughs> Thank you. Do you think? Do you think that? Um, sorry, Gaz, carry on complimenting Cameron. I know. Do you think? Do you think that if Lewis F would have stayed in, he would have had a good chance of him? Oh, definitely, definitely. I think me and him would have. I didn't know at the time, and I'm not saying this because I thought I was going to get be in the top two. But knowing what I know now, I think me and him mm. would have been in the top two, and then it I would do just too. Be a case of, it would. I I think he probably would have won, but I think. It, 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 we, he was getting to a point where he's been uh, loving to bits but he was getting a bit uh, he was overthinking everything and I don't know how he'd have been in those last two weeks we never truly mm. know what would have happened mm. um, but yes he he, he could have I think would have been top two to be honest with you yeah um, that would have been and, a brilliant top two Oh yeah, and if we were top two, it, it would have been it would have just been the perfect way for mm. us on a on a very selfish personal level. Yeah, it would have been so so perfect because mm. I genuinely would have been, and I would have been happy if Akeem would have won. Do not get me wrong, but I'd genuinely been very very happy if if uh, if Lewis would have won. And I'm definitely definitely going to be we're going to go travelling together, me and Lewis. Um, and I'm, he's not not going to. He, he, I'm going to make sure he's looked after and that he's okay and everything's going oh, well cool. with him. Because he would have done exactly the same for me. I know for a fact he would have done. So uh, I haven't seen him yet, but I will be seeing him very, very soon. And, yeah, we're, we're going to be going travelling and, and I'll make sure he's looked after and his family's and everybody's OK. Because uh, it was amazing to me in there. It was honestly, I, I mean, obviously you'd, you'd got to see most of it on, on television, but we were so close in there. I've never met. So honestly, it, I know it's, it sounds ridiculous, but I do view him as a brother and he views me mm. as a brother. And it's it's mm. it really is that family bond. And even when mm. we were arguing, it was that brotherly arguments. I never had mm. a brother, but that's 
we were arguing the toss of each other we'd fall out I hadn't spoke to him for five days even though it's one day <laughs> um, but it was all that's just what it was and it was because we were so close and we always came back together and we were always always fine with each other um, and I'm so grateful that I got to I mean never in a billion years would I expected to go in there and, and have a friendship like I did with Thomas and a, and a brotherhood like I did with Lewis it's Oh, it's unbelievable. It, it was very emotional watching his Instagram live where he was watching you win and he was crying. That was like, that was really heartbreaking. It was really sweet. Um, I know, I, I cried my eyes out when I saw that. Because <laughs> obviously I really would have loved him to have been there at the rap party and to see it all. Um, yeah. But to see him reacting like that was, uh, no, I had to, I cried again, but it's me, it's <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> Can I ask you something for the girls and for the gay guys? Does Lewis F look as good in real life as he does on TV? This is the God's honest truth, and you won't believe it, but he actually looks better in real life. Honestly, it's insane. Because I mean, he looks great possible? on television, but he looks even better in real life. Um, wow. Yeah. So what you see is what you get, but there's a little bit more as well. Ooh, we love Lewis F. Lizzie has been obsessed. She's been an absolute right. fucking nightmare. Can you get him to bring out a calendar? I need a Lewis for every day of the month, please. Yeah, a Lewis, a Lewis F calendar next year. Yeah. Well, just a Lewis calendar. Forget the yes. F. Didn't like oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck Lewis G. We don't want him in it. No. We see <laughs> more of him than we wanted to. Oh, goodness gracious me. I saw that too. Yeah. Oh, no. What was that all about? I was getting, at one point, I think people thought that me and Lewis G had done something at the rap party. Yeah. <laughs> What was yeah. that all about? Is there any gossip from the rap party you've got to tell us? I didn't know anything. I mean, when Luke A obviously said about um, that there were two people that had obviously, yeah, we know what. <laughs> That's it. Um, and obviously then people were saying, Lewis G and me, Louis, Kian and me. And, then, and, and Luke A kept going, one correct. So people in their head had got it that it was me and Lewis, there was me and Lewis G. So then obviously I quote retweeted it and went, uh, no, I can't confirm it wasn't me, but apparently it was Kian and Lewis G. How true that story is, no. I do not know. But that um, is what Luke confirmed. I haven't heard that. Oh my God. Kian, you can better, mate. I haven't God. heard anything. I mean, that would have been one way, if I'd have actually done that with Lewis G, that would have been one oh way to kind God. of. That would have been coming out again. I would have come out for the 53rd wanna, time. You'd want to go back in again after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lucy's yeah. a good guy, don't get me wrong. But that story <laughs> shook me. It shook me when I said that. Because, I mean, I didn't hear any about that. That was unbelievable. That was, well, there were two parties, no? There was the immediate party on the on the finale. And then a sort of all Big Brother encompassing rap party where all contestants from previous years went to, right? Um... I don't know, is it because it was such a crazy night? I don't quite know what's happening. I was talking to the medics. I had loggers coming up to me saying that they'd log me all day. And I was like, oh, Christ, I apologise for my moaning and being miserable and talking so quick. Um, and then Emma and Ryland came and grabbed me and like ran me onto the dance floor and got me dancing. Um, and then there were a lot of speeches because it was a very obviously emotional night because obviously it was the end of oh. end of Big Brother. So mm. Paul Osborne, obviously the exec oh, producer yeah. for this this show, um, mm. really, really nice guy. Such a nice yes. guy in real life and, and met, loves yeah, the show. Yeah, we met him. He's brilliant. Yeah. Isn't he? he really does love the show. He is big brother, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, before, before this series, he invited all the super fans to the house and basically interviewed us to ask us what we wanted to see in the series. It's so was cool. That, was that him who did that? Yeah. Set all that interview. Because yeah. obviously, I saw that interview because I saw some of you yeah. um, and a couple of other like uh, yeah. I think what they're called, but a couple of other tweeters were tweeting about different things that come from yeah. it. Yeah. And so he, that's brilliant. No, but he's, he's yeah. such a great guy in real life. He really, really is. And um, yeah, he was obviously doing a little speech and it was, it was a getting a bit emotional. Ryland and Emma were, 
were crying people were crying because obviously it was it was the end of well we hope obviously it's not the end of the road because i think mm. hopefully hopefully uh somebody else picks it up whether it be netflix mm. would be an interesting one that would I'm, be um because i don't know how that would all work with the whole online stream is very different obviously mm. to that there may i don't think there'd be a live feed with netflix no I mean, they, they could be um and i don't know how it would work with the public on netflix as well it's the only thing i was no. thinking it could be mm. more american style so mm. um but I guess we just have to wait and see. But I don't think that this is the last Big Brother. I, I mean, I really hope. As much as I'm honoured to be the last ever winner, I really don't <laughs> want to be the last ever winner. Yeah, like the God's <laughs> yeah I, fair enough. I do think it could do with a bit of a rest, though. 18 months. Give it 18 months. 2020. Bring it back. New new channel that actually cares about it, gives yeah. it the time and love that it deserves. Mm. Um, a new house. A new house, yeah you know and but i mean the team fantastic if they could try and keep that team together wherever they go because i mean the welfare team's amazing i can't it's unbelievable they are the most incredible people the getting in team to get you in the house is extraordinary because you know i was panicking worrying about stupid things i mean little things that you never have to worry about in your normal day life but then you go on television like shit what if somebody says this or what if, mm, and you're mm. just panicking about everything but they're so mm. great at just calming you down the chaperones are incredible and they make sure they pick the perfect one for every person and there's no personality clashes with that and then when you're in there obviously the support they're in the diary and they're incredible because obviously they, they can't tell you anything they can't say anything and they they stick mm. to that 100 percent. Mm. they don't tell mm-hmm. you anything but mm. what they can do is they ask you the questions that allow you to work through things and they're so incredibly helpful in there um mm-hmm. they're wonderful and, and they'll be different and they always seem to know and it's weird because there's obviously the different big brother voices you know but there's certain voices that if you're feeling a certain way you'd rather speak to if you know what i mean and it seemed like every time that they called you to the diary room, they had the perfect big brother there <laughs> for that movie you were in and if you were ever if you're ever down or emotional which is me probably 24 7 in there they always mm-hmm. picked it up and they would always call you there and, and it honestly mm-hmm. felt like you were being looked after and they yeah. didn't want any harm to come to you I, I actually think that came across in the show this year as well it did feel that big brother was looking out for housemates a bit more and it especially the irish female big brother oh she was like, unbelievable yeah she was fantastic um she was one of my favorite the funny thing is, because we always used to say, oh, this is my favourite big brother. Or this is my favorite. But for me, every time I went in there and it looked like I'd probably bum licking him and I was trying to, you know, please edit me well. Uh, but it wasn't that. But it was every time you go in there and you speak to a big brother, you'd come out and you think, oh, they're my they're my favourite. And then you'd go in the <laughs> next time and you'd have a great chat and you think, oh, they're my favourite. And you think, Christ alive. And you just kept saying it. And I, I, I was thinking to myself, they must be listening to this thinking, what an absolute disingenuous prick saying that we're all his favorite when actually he, he doesn't really like any of us but uh, no it was about, fun does the name marsha the moose mean anything to you marsha the moose marsha the moose <laughs> well, Cameron, you gotta get get with the he's got time to watch it now so <laughs> i haven't seen that so you had a producer um working on the show this year from canada and he voices the, the kind of tree of temptation and Wendy the washing machine equivalent from the Canada House, which is called Marsha the Moose. Right. Uh, you need to start watching. You need to start uh, watching Big Brother Canada. I've because obviously I, I met the uh, Big Brother Canada voice. Uh, yeah, Trevor. Trevor. Really nice, again, he's a really really nice guy. Yeah. Um, you need to watch Big Brother Canada and you'll see him as Marsha the Moose on Big Brother Canada. I definitely. That's that's exactly what I'm going to do when I when, when we finish this. I'm going to go. And look at, <laughs> Marshall and Mo- Marshall and Moose is it? Marsha. Marsha Honestly, and just, Moose. Just 
Look it up on YouTube and you'll hear the vo- his voice is exactly the same. Oh, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Honestly, it's funny. <laughs> I'll definitely watch that when we when I, when I finish it. That's funny. <laughs> Have you got anything else, Gaz? Um, yeah, I wanted to ask about how it felt going after following Roxanne Gate because that was huge. Did you feel like more pressure, like more focus? <laughs> you must have been shitting it. <laughs> well, you, well, the, the, when when obviously I saw it all unfold on the thing, obviously my parents were watching it and they knew I was going in and they were like, you know, what is stopping somebody in there doing the same thing to you? Mm. And I said, mm. well, you've got to trust with the way that obviously Big Brother dealt with the whole celebrity situation with Roxanne and how fairly they represented it. There's cameras in there. Um, you know, they did. Granted, I think she should have been kicked out, but th- th- they dealt with it well and they did give a fair reflection. The public, they they, they let the public make their mind up, even though I think they should have removed her, but mm. they did allow, and, and it, it all worked out well, and Ryan didn't get um, portrayed in any way that, that was mm. other than the truth, so mm. you, you, it gave me comfort the way that they dealt with it, but yeah, part of you was thinking, Christ, what if there's somebody like that in there that tries mm. to say something or something like that, because you are on national television, somebody only needs to say one thing, and, and that can be it, You're not just your experience, but your life on the outside can be massively uh, affected you might not be able to get a job you might lose mm. friends you might lose family all through somebody saying a complete and utter lie so I've got to be honest with you I, it did shit me up watching it and how big it was and the media storm that it's created and obviously I knew mm. celebrities bigger than Big Brother but at the same time I did think to myself Christ I, I am going into this mm. and, and the, I have to accept that stuff like this could happen um, mm. so no it, it, it shit me up I wish it wouldn't have happened the series before like a couple weeks before we were going in <laughs> but, uh, that's just the way it felt <laughs> You don't Fine. want an interview. You don't want an interview where Emma's looking at you like that, do you? Oh, what an interview that was! Absolutely brilliant. She <laughs> nailed that interview so perfectly; it was unbelievable. And the way she ended it, as soon as Roxanne starts crying, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. The highlight of the whole celebrity series, in my opinion. Yeah. Top five Big Brother moments right there. With, uh, taking the earpiece out, absolutely loved it. <laughs> so, what, what are you going to spend your hundred grand on, Cameron? I don't want to waste it, so I'm going to try and invest it. Um, I think I'm going to put like probably 80, 90 grand aside um, and try and, you know, build build a future for myself and obviously hopefully get a house at some point and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm going to go and do stuff that I've always wanted to do, like WrestleMania, possibly a Chelsea season ticket, go on a holiday to Italy with Thomas, do a bit of traveling with Lewis, you know, because I want to have a little bit of fun with it, but, I, but of the majority of it is, is going to go to investing and, and making sure that I've got, I'm also going to get a microphone as well um <laughs> probably probably a new laptop as well while i'm at it because this one doesn't seem to be working um, so yeah just stuff like that I might go out and, and get a new wardrobe because i think i do need one um maybe a few isn't uh, isn't uh, lewis f gonna take you out to get some out? yes lewis well thomas did say about uh taking me out but i don't know whether his fashion sure might be that? a little bit a little bit different so i might might go with lewis on this one um so yeah i think i need a new wardrobe yeah, I think Chris has got the, the upper hand on the style there. I agree. I agree. I, I like a 90, but not for day wear. <laughs> <laughs> the, fashion, the fashion choices in that house are very unique. From Not just me, Tomas. I mean, even Kenley used to put on some stuff that were quite... Yeah. You yeah. wouldn't expect it. But, I mean, they look great on it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she could wear anything. It looked fantastic. But, yeah, some of the... Some of the I mean, Lewis G used to walk around in the, sh- uh, the, the shortest swim trunks. I've ever seen with his shirt out with 24 seven on. Um, and obviously Isaac, you know, loved dressing up when it came to parties with stuff that was, he used to put on stuff that was very revealing of obviously what he had down below, which, oh, we, all yeah. to, 
we noticed that. <laughs> that we all got to see. So I think fashion was very interested in the house this year. I think that was a, a very, very interesting uh, part of the show. You never where knew what you were going to get. Where was Isaac at the final? Or don't you know? Uh, I do. I don't. I don't a hundred percent. You know, but you can't say. No, I've heard. I've heard some rumours, but I okay. don't know how true they are. So I'm happy to tell you off this, but I don't want to put it out because okay. I don't a hundred percent know that they're true. Oh, fair they're enough. only rumours. If I did know a hundred percent, then of course. But oh, um, fair I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. But oh, we um, don't like to gossip on Baby on Blast. And that's the thing, and it is gossip because I don't know a hundred percent. I really don't know a hundred percent. We missed questions off of our list. Um, well, I've been looking. What are you going to do after you've sort of frittered your money away, Cameron? Are you going to go to university and get a job? What, what are your kind of... What are your like future aspirations of what you want to do with your life? Um, get a job after Big Brother. No one wants you. Yeah, no, no, I'm, not, I'm not actually as important as anyone would think I am. Uh, I'm really not. It's, it's, obviously, it's not... It's not I can tell you. by the fact you're talking to us on a Monday night. <laughs> no i really wanted to speak to you i have i had to i had to cancel another radio thing uh, no, no. but i mean i probably should have said that on here but because I, I, I made up some some emergency lie which it's i should right, have they done won't, they but, won't watch uh, this don't worry hopefully they don't watch but um, no i think i think i'm gonna do pardon it was like with like a I, book radio station. No, it wasn't. It was with oh, what they called. Um, I, to be honest with you, no, no, no offense, I'd never heard of them before. It wasn't. It wasn't a particularly big one. It, it wasn't, wasn't like a local. Maybe on blast. One. No, but it was like an online radio type thing. Um, oh, yeah. So it wasn't that big. I mean, I, I, I think we rescheduled, so it's fine. Um, I can't remember what the what was. The, I can't even remember what the question. Was, sorry. What are you doing next? Basically? What are you going to do oh, with your life? What are you doing next? Yeah, what am I actually going to do with my life? Um, I don't know. I think I'm gonna. Me and Thomas talk about a podcast. Um, Oi, we do the podcast down there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can you can come on. You be a guest if you want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we love so, yeah. Thomas. We love we're gonna do we're gonna do a little podcast together. I think I might go back to doing YouTube, not the way that that I did it before. Um, I should hope not. <laughs> but in a different way, you know, for for good and to try and um, help people out with different things. So that's really what I want to do. I want to try and make a difference for good going forward with with sexuality and stuff like that. Not even just that, but mental health and sharing your mm -hmm. emotions and stuff like that. Because you know, I embarrassed myself on television for fifty three days with being emotionally, you know, ridiculous. So you know, but I think it is good to show your emotions, especially with with uh, men as well. It's a massive thing with men not being able to show their emotions. So I'd like to to do that and to do some good with with YouTube and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm just going to see what opportunities may or may probably not arise um, from this. And then if it, in the new year, there's not not lots happening and the YouTube thing's not really picking up and I can't make a living of it. Obviously, I'm going to have to try and think of of some sort of career. Or, I don't really want to do a career or some sort of job and just I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm very I'm still undecided. But one thing what I am happy about is when I went in, I really just it's get I'd given up with life, to be honest with you. I just didn't really care about life didn't really want to didn't want to live sounds so dramatic but it kind of was the case but big brother gave me such a spirit for life and even though maybe i don't still know what i want to do 100 percent, i have got the spirit and the fight to actually try and find it and actually do something so uh, i'll be ever so grateful for the opportunity and for everybody who voted and, and supported me because they it literally the show has changed my life and that's it, that's why it's such an incredible show it can literally change your life and in 50, 53 days it's I've grown as a person with the help of the housemates. Um, I've got more confidence. I've been able to express myself. Obviously, I came out as well. It has dramatically changed my life for the better. Um, and it has given me that that fight and that spirit for life back. And it's a it's a, it's something I never thought I'd get back. So 
I'm so, so grateful. I just don't want to waste it. I don't want it to be this time next year, me going, I won Big Brother last year, but I've actually done nothing and I've lost that spirit that I won back because it would just, it, would, it wouldn't be right because it would be everybody and the opportunity that I've been given that so many people would give anything to be in the position that I'm in now. I owe it to everybody who supported me, voted me, got me to that point um, to actually do something, something with my life and, and to, do, to do good with it. It was it was really touching, actually, even for my hardened heart after going boo in the crowd <laughs> when you when you when your dad came up, when your mum and dad came up on stage and cuddled you. That was that was. Really yeah, no, that was that was uh, amazingly emotional because I honestly didn't think my mum would come down because obviously I've got a little sister who's five, just started school and stuff like that. And I just didn't think that she'd that she'd come that she'd come down. Um, so when I saw her and then my aunt was there, my cousin and. Uh, her boyfriend obviously a couple of them didn't know about the whole coming out thing so the fact that they were there I was like oh thank goodness there's two family members that don't hate me um <laughs> and then they came on but it was and obviously I was already crying but then when I saw them I obviously lost the plot and it, it just doesn't feel real like it genuinely didn't feel real what was happening it's such an utter the only way I could describe it was a total whirlwind but it was such a a wonderful moment I'm so glad that they got to experience that moment with me because they've been so supportive and with obviously everything that I threw at them throughout the series, you know, being an emotional wreck, it was an emotional roller coaster mm. for them as well. So they're the mm. most incredibly supportive family. Like I say, reading that diary and hearing my nan and my aunt and my cousins and stuff like that and reading the messages mm. of when I came out and what they were saying. Um, mm. I should never, and I never doubted their support, to be honest with you. I just doubted myself. Mm. Um, and I wish now in hindsight, I would have been able to give them all their letters that I read. It's the one regret that I have is mm. that I didn't, I didn't give them the letters that I wrote. They're all still sitting there and I guess I could still give it to them. But mm-hmm. I wish I wish they could have found out uh, not like mm. that. But um, they've been so incredibly supportive and I'll be forever grateful for having such a loving family because, you know, we do take family and, and, and friends for granted. and We really shouldn't because not everybody does have such a loving and supportive family and mine have been absolutely incredible. That's good. So, Karen, um, just I know you just said everyone's been incredibly supportive. Has, has anyone had any difficulties so far? or not regarding the coming out thing um no i mean friends have been amazingly supportive um a family granddads uh nans grandparents because grandparents you always do worry about just because older generation stuff like that yeah they've been amazing aunts uncles like i say cousins that you would think you in in my head i was thinking may have an issue with it may be awkward amazingly supportive lovely messages that they've been sending me so i i can't it's been incredible i i never ever would have expected the the support and the positive response that I've got. And I'm just so thankful that I've got that because not everybody does get that response when they do it. So the yeah. fact that I've got it is, um, is absolutely amazing. And like I say, the fact that my family and my friends are supportive and I've got, and I've helped so many people out as well without even meaning to, um, it weighs out the people that, uh, that think it was a game or think that it was, it was fake or that I'd already come out. It, mm. it outweighs that totally. Mm. Um, and makes it all kind of, all kind of worth it. And also, in my experience, you can try and hide these things, but they always find their way out eventually. Even <laughs> you know, mine, mine came out on the day of a funeral. Uh, oh no! <laughs> oh goodness! By a Christmas card that had been written to me and my boyfriend at the time, which was which was was read by my auntie, and I was like, "Who's this?" And I was like, uh, "About that." So um, um, yeah, that's so a, you guys. Story. Way <laughs> out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that's about it, isn't it? I think we've had Cameron on for about an hour, so I feel thank like you, Cameron. Thank you so much. You, re- we, especially the other night when you messaged us at like two a.m. and I was like, <laughs> he ain't gonna come on, and I was like, that's rubbish. And you were like, no, no, I really want to come. On. I was like, bollocks. He's just 
playing a trick on us. And especially when you were listening, and I've been going well hard on the other podcast. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, he's not going to come on. So it's very good for you to come on. I do appreciate it. Thank you. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. You don't have to apologise about anything you've said. It's, it's Big Brother. I knew what I signed up for. I knew how things could come across, and I totally respect uh, obviously people like I have different opinions and stuff like that I just hope now that you obviously spoke to me and, and I've explained things that maybe it's given you a little bit more of a an idea of what happened and, and, and what went on I've, I've definitely warned you oh well I appreciate that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cameron now for life <laughs> you have to follow me on Twitter again now, Cameron. I will. I'm sorry. I, I genuinely didn't fo- unfollow you. That would have been my family. No, but I don't blame your family for unfollowing me. <laughs> so tell, us, tell us about the hair. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, show us it. Yeah, it, it, it needs it's sort of. Great, great <laughs> well, it's just kind of naturally done that. But no, I'm, I'm getting, I keep saying, I'm getting the perm tomorrow. I'm getting the perm tomorrow. I've been saying this since I, since I came out of the house. Um, and it hasn't happened. You can you? afford it. I'm going to get it tomorrow. Who's advised you to get this perm? Brooke. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> I've always really... had now. We spoke about this on the pod the other day. Like, yeah, I've never heard of a guy having a perm. Is this a new thing? I never heard, I didn't know what one was, to be honest with you. Um, and then they said about it, and I was like, I wish I could, I wish, because I think they curled it, and I said, oh, this is really annoying, because I really like how it looks. Um, the hair, obviously, not the face, but the hair. Um, and I want it to be like that permanently, but how how do I go about that? And they said, well, you can get a perm, and that, that will keep it there, not permanently, mm. but you have to get it done mm. every so often. Yeah. But, um, so that's the first I've really heard of it. So, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it, probably mess my hair up, but, you know, it will all fall out, but. Can't look a lot well, worse than sure, does make, now. Make sure you go to a reputable place, not some place where you come out looking like an old granny with a purple ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go back to uh, Brooks butchered uh, salon again. Um, <laughs> but no, she did do a really good job, to be fair. <laughs> she did. I thought it was a good look, and it actually like, transformed it. you. I, yeah, I liked it a lot. I was like, he look could be a top man model with that look. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it nonetheless. But I think it was, uh, some people loved it, some people hated it. Which is, uh, but no, I really liked it. I think it just, I think it made me look older. I think it, it, it yeah, so I, I, I've got to get it done. I've got to get it done because this is horrific. I can't walk around with the hood up all the time. Um, first and foremost, it's rude. And second of all, it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, Cameron. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to speak to you both because I was uh, big fans of you before. I don't know this might sound weird, but I genuinely was. So to come on the podcast is uh, just another crazy thing to add to the list of crazy things that have happened in the last uh, couple of months. And uh, I really appreciate it as well. Obviously, I know you had your opinions about me. That's that's like I say, totally fair enough. But to actually listen to to my side of the story, I really do appreciate that. Um, and to give me the chance to actually, you know, get my my viewpoint across, I really really appreciate that. Um, we said that during the podcast. Didn't we? So if Cameron wants. So I shocked you, I surprised you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> okay, should we wrap up? Yeah, but next we need him to hook us up with Lewis F, isn't it? That's what you want. Oh yeah, please get us Lewis F. I will we'll do anything. My best. I will try my best to see whether I can get Lewis F on, on a podcast with you because I think that oh. would be a very, very interesting chat, as he likes to say. Oh my um, god. No no holds barred. He wouldn't be worried about any contracts or anything like that. He'd be saying anything. <laughs> so uh, I will do my best to try and get him on. I will, I will oh. put in a good word for you both. And, uh, oh, we, thank also, you. 
Thank you, we Cameron. On mass round to be on the sofa with us, but he wanted oh, yeah. me to. He wanted me to be his daddy, and I got a little bit worried about it. <laughs> we nearly got him round here. I think you should be concerned. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, he said, I might be a bit more tempted if there's a daddy there that fancies me, he said. And I'd met him at the studio before. And I, well, I'm not really a daddy, and Lindsay's a straight girl. And he went, oh, but you are a daddy. I was like, okay. Okay, great. <laughs> Trust Thomas to make a situation awkward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's funny. One more question. Did you have a good out, good night out with him last week? You went out in London with him, right? I didn't go out in the night, but I met him the the next day because I I left my shoes. I left my I literally went in astroturf. So I thought I can't go out in the middle of London in the middle of the night in in Nike astroturf. So I met him the next day. Um, no, we went to McDonald's as you do. Um, <laughs> just had a nice McDonald's and then uh, a chat. Um, and obviously I came back. I spoke to him actually just before I came on here, I was, I was speaking to him for about an hour on the phone. So uh, we're just talking about different things and, and where we're going to go from here. So uh, no, he's doing really, really well. Um, and I'm so glad, like I say, you'd never honestly expect to make connections like I made in there. And I made, you know, a, a real good friendship and a good best friend in, in him. And then obviously a brother mm. in Lewis, it's uh, just another thing, another bonus, something you just don't expect, but uh, wonderful to be able to 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 make those connections because it is so intense and you are there for 53 days together and the connections are very very strong and I'm sure. glad that I'm glad that the, the connections were genuine as well because uh, they're, they're continuing now we're on the outside no one's kind of you know Thomas hasn't stopped ignoring me and blocked me or anything yeah. like that so, um, <laughs> no it's nice to know that that what you saw with me and Thomas and me and Lewis was was genuine there and that there was actually a bond there yeah um, I totally so, yeah. believe that Thank you so much, Cameron. You're welcome. Follow, Cam you follow Cameron, on Cameron on Twitter as if you're not already. What's your Twitter, Cameron? <laughs> uh, I think it's ccole underscore 99. Is that your nice one or your nasty one? That's my nice one. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter, like a VM. You follow me, Cameron. <laughs> yes, I will. I will follow you back. I apologise for everyone following you. That's all right, I don't mind. Uh, me on Twitter as well, Cameron, BB underscore super fan. Yeah, I think I already right, am. Yeah, you are following him, just not me. I think not that I'm better. Might, your sister might have unfollowed me when I said you wanted to be the new nasty Nick and that you're a fake ass bitch. Oh, <laughs> they <laughs> may have done. Yeah, they mentioned that right at the end when it's all nice. <laughs> yeah, it's all har <laughs> harmonious and then he throws <laughs> that one out. Oh, my God, the shade. <laughs> right, I'm going to stop stop recording and then you can tell us that extra gossip enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM sign up using code champion and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with BetMGM at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.